We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football just missed on arguably its top target in the 2024 recruiting class as Elijah Rushing commits to Arizona. So what's next for Oregon at Edge Rusher in 2024? We're going to answer that question on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? How we living? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Excited to have you guys along for another episode of the pod today, whether you're watching on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus or listening on your podcasting platform of choice. Greatly appreciate your support. If you are watching on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button for me and leave me a comment letting me know how you're reacting to the big news of Elijah Rushing committing to Oregon. So as it says in the description and as I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about Elijah Rushing uh, because we have to. Um, you know, Elijah Rushing was arguably Oregon's top target, like I said, in the 2024 recruiting class, certainly at edge rusher. Well, now he's going to be staying home in Tucson to play for Jed Fish and the Arizona Wildcats. So we have to talk about what this means for Oregon and what's next uh, now that uh, they're going to be looking into some other options at edge rusher. I mean, there, there's no other way to put it. This is a massive miss. Um, for Oregon, you know, it's it's one that I think the staff uh, is going to be able to navigate and, and move on from. But, you know, this was just to kind of get people up to speed. If you don't already know, you know, Elijah Rushing was pretty much the guy for Dan Lanning as far as edge rushers go. You know, 6'6", 250 pounds, super athletic, long. You don't find those guys very easily on the West Coast or, you know, in the Western region coming out of the state of Arizona. So, I think that he was tagged early on by Dan Lanning and the coaching staff as, you know, the edge rusher that Oregon needs to get to try to get to that next level. Um, and, you know, Oregon led, uh, you know, pretty much, I think you could probably say for the majority of this recruitment. And then, you know, this is kind of a last minute thing, you know, Arizona really made a hard push in the, the last couple of days leading up to his decision uh, on Thursday. And, um, you know, I, I know I wasn't the first person to, to put in a pick for Arizona, um, you know, I know Justin Hopkins was kind of the first one that that had that uh, that development. So, you know, got to tip your cap uh, you know, there. But I you know, did some digging of my own, talked to some sources. And, you know, it, it was looking like Arizona was going to be the call um, as the, the Wildcats were able to, to come in there 
and uh, really shake things up. But, you know, Jed Fish and, and the Wildcats stayed on him for a really long time. Uh, obviously a hometown kid, really easy to get out for, for visits. And uh, Oregon got an official, Arizona got an official. Um, so, you know, you can you can kind of read between the lines as far as, you know, Oregon was was doing really, really well. And then there was a, you know, there was, uh, there was a last minute, you know, it looked like, you know, Oregon was leading, like I was saying, and then Arizona starts surging in the days uh, up, you know, coming up to his leading up to his commitment. So now that he's going to be uh, going to Arizona, the highest rated commit ever for the Wildcats, Oregon has to pivot. And I think there is one name that is going to be squarely at the top of their list. And it's Jordan Ross, uh, another five-star edge rusher. Um, and, you know, I think one thing that really helps Oregon in this situation is that I was talking about the spring game and, you know, if you guys have been listening to me for a while, I was saying that the collection of defensive line talent and edge rushers that were all coming out for the spring game was on another level. I don't think I've ever seen that many quality edge rushers, that many five-star guys that were, you know, in Eugene to visit for the spring game. And, and that made a huge impression on Jordan Ross. Um, so I think that Oregon is, is still in a good spot here. And, you know, you might be telling yourself, well, Max, he has a, you know, he named like an unofficial top three of, uh, I think it was Florida, Tennessee, um, and uh, some other school. I can't remember. Maybe it was LSU or something. But that was just, you know, the top three at that time. I did a little bit of digging and, and talked to some people close to that recruitment. And uh, Oregon's squarely in the mix here. They are still involved with Jordan Ross. He was going to take an unofficial visit to Oregon um, this past month in June. Uh, but as I reported on Ducks Digest, there were some plane troubles, so he wasn't able to make that trip. Um, the latest that I was hearing is that he was going to maybe try to come out for Saturday Night Live. Uh, I still expect Oregon to get an official visit, maybe for that USC game or that Colorado game. Uh, so he did tweet that, uh, you know, he's saying, oh, I, I might uh, I have to go, go, uh, go find it and read it because I need to make sure that I'm, um, you know, saying the right stuff here and not just spouting off randomness. Um, but, uh, he tweeted, you know, Raf more or less, you know, and later in the afternoon after rushing committed, he, he tweeted at this point, I might just commit at any time, but, uh, I am told that our decision is not expected at this time, uh, for Jordan Ross. Uh, so Oregon still has plenty of time to really solidify their standing with Jordan Ross. I think they're in a good spot still, I know Tosh Lapoy has, has stayed on Jordan Ross in this recruitment, and I would definitely expect Dan Lanning to get heavily involved as well, seeing that he becomes even more of a priority now that rushing is off the board. And, you know, make no mistake about it, if Oregon wants to get Jordan Ross, it is not going to be easy. You know, going into the SEC country, into the state of Alabama, it's not going to be an easy pull. But fortunately for Oregon, they do have some momentum this cycle in the state of Alabama after landing Jaquan McRoy out of Clay Chalkville High School in Pinson, Alabama. So, uh, you know, you can kind of have that home away from home type of a deal. Um, I'm not even really sure if Jordan Ross and Jaquan McRoy are, are friends or even know each other. Um, but, you know, I know that was part of what helped uh, Michael Van Buren kind of get comfortable with Oregon. The fact that Ify Obadegu, his teammate, fellow Baltimore native, uh, was going to be in the fold. So maybe we see that become the case a little bit for Jordan Ross. So, you know, Jordan Ross is, you know, just about as equally high profile as Elijah Rushing is. Five-star guy, 0 0.9860, according to the 247 Sports Composite, number 30 nationally, number four edge rusher, and number four player in Alabama, six foot four, 230 out of Birmingham, Vestavia Hills. 
Um, doesn't have a top group, uh, an updated top group, at least I should say. He does have a top group right now. Uh, the last one that he, he made public um, came back in April, uh, a top eight of um, Alabama, Texas, LSU, USC, Georgia, Florida, Oregon, and Tennessee. Um, so that's kind of the latest public top group that we have right now. I mentioned the top three that I think he, he uh, spoke about at the on three NIL series in Nashville uh, last month or two months ago, maybe it was, but I'm here to tell you, Oregon is going to still remain heavily involved with Jordan Ross. Uh, I think they still have a good chance. Uh, we're going to have to see where this one goes as far as timelines go and when he's, what other trips he's able to take. Um, but Jordan Ross, I think he becomes the top edge target for Oregon here in the 2024 class. Now that Elijah rushing is going to Arizona and like I mentioned earlier on, this is where it pays dividends for Oregon to stay involved with so many elite options. You've got to take those swings no matter what. You can't just count yourself out because you're in Eugene, Oregon, and a lot of these guys are coming from the South. You've got to take those shots because, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And, uh, hey, every once in a while, you'll get a guy like Jaquan McRoy to hop in the fold. Uh, Ducks also worked recently in the state of Alabama with uh, TJ Dudley who was committed to Oregon at one point, and then he ended up uh, flipping to Clemson after Mario Cristobal left. But they've done it before. It's not going to be easy, but they're going to do everything they can to try to get Jordan Ross. Uh, and the next guy that I'm going to talk about on this list is another top target for them at edge rusher. We're talking about five-star edge rusher Colin Simmons, six foot three, 225 pounds out of Duncanville High School in Duncanville, Texas, in the Dallas area. Um, he's another five-star, the only other five-star edge rusher that I'm aware of that, that Oregon is, uh, in on here in the 2024 recruiting class at edge rusher. Um, he's ranked the number seven player nationally on the 247 sports composite, number one edge rusher and number one player in the state of Texas, 0.9962 on the 247 sports composite, 45 reported offers. And, uh, he made it out to Eugene in June. So there is... Uh, there is, you know, some reason for, for optimism that Oregon could uh, potentially shake things up here in, in this recruitment with Colin Simmons. He did visit Eugene alongside some of his Duncanville teammates. One of those names you have to know is 2025 wide receiver DeCorian Moore. I got to see him in person at the OT7 Championships in Huntington Beach, and uh, that dude can ball, and he's loving Oregon. So keep an eye on DeCorian Moore. Uh, with Oregon here in their 2025 recruiting class. But Colin Simmons, he's a name that has kind of been linked to Oregon for a while, you know, just been a target for a long time. Uh, but he's also made a couple of trips. And there's a reason that that June trip was so important for Colin Simmons. It's because he was supposed to come for the spring game and the trip didn't end up happening. So really important for the Oregon staff to, to get him back on campus and uh, stay involved and, and keep pushing in that recruitment. Does Oregon lead for Colin Simmons? Is that how I'm feeling? No, definitely not how I'm feeling. Uh, I think Oregon feels like they're in a good spot, but I don't think you need me to tell you that they're probably not the leaders right now. There's two other schools that have been very heavily mentioned with Colin Simmons, and that's Texas and LSU. Um, you know, Texas, for obvious reasons, Steve Sarkeesian has the Longhorns recruiting at a very high level as they prepare to head to the SEC uh, here in the near future. And it's getting guys like Colin Simmons, keeping those top Texas guys home in state. That's going to help make them competitive in the sec. Uh, but LSU is another school that, uh, led at one point. I think some people th probably think for Colin Simmons. 
So I think Oregon's kind of on the outside looking in, if that makes sense. You know, if you can be on the outside looking in as one of the top three programs in uh, a given recruitment, but, um, but they're still going to keep trying. And uh, I think Collins, Colin Simmons, uh, similar to Jordan Ross, kind of going to be playing the long game. I don't think either of them have a decision date right now. Um, I think that Colin Simmons is going to make it back to Oregon for an official visit in the fall. Um, and it's kind of funny. I don't really know. I got to think of the way I want to explain this, but I feel like I'm more confident right now, uh, July 6th, 2023, as I record this, I'm more confident right now that Oregon can land Jordan Ross than I am with Colin Simmons, which is interesting because, um, you know, for a couple of reasons, right? Jordan Ross is all the way out in Alabama and Colin Simmons is in Texas where Oregon has, you know, worked extensively in recent cycles, especially in the 2023 cycle. And even here in the 24 cycle, they have some guys out of Texas and usually the further East you go, the harder it gets. But I think with, with, uh, with Jordan Ross, you know, kind of some of the, the chatter that I was hearing, you know, maybe it was a while ago. I don't know if things have changed, but, you know, Oregon or uh, Auburn, excuse me, one of the top in-state programs there in Alabama didn't make his top schools. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not I'm not sure how involved Alabama is right now. You know, I'm not saying, oh, Oregon's going to beat out Alabama for Jordan Ross. That's going to be a competitor they're going to have to overcome. But I think it's just that the way that this has gone, I think that, Colin Simmons is is so heavily linked to Texas right now. I think that you know Oregon doesn't necessarily have to overcome that in state uh, that in state momentum for Jordan Ross like they do with with Colin Simmons. That's not going to be easy. I'm not predicting that Jordan Ross is going to go to Oregon. I'm merely just trying to give you guys my two cents on, on both of these guys and kind of where I think things stand. So as far as uh, Duncanville edge rusher Colin Simmons, he's supposed to be back out in Oregon for an official visit, I believe in the fall. So don't forget about Colin Simmons. Definitely keep tabs on his recruitment. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's one more guy I want to talk about here in uh, the 2024 class that Oregon's going after. 
and it's um let's see here let me get let me get his um let me get his 247 up real quick here it's Solomon Williams. He is uh, a three-star edge rusher from Tampa, Florida, Carrollwood Day uh, High School. And, uh, you know, don't let that three-star rating fool you. He has 45 reported scholarship offers, according to his 247 Sports composite uh, page, his profile. And, um, you know, you don't usually see an offer sheet like Solomon Williams has if you're a three-star. You know, got Texas, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, Oregon, um, UCF, Clemson, Florida State, you know, there, so LSU, Miami, the, the schools go on, you know, and the, the thing that you got to keep an eye on with Solomon Williams is he's been out to Oregon recently. Um, I think it was in June that he made it out to Oregon. So you, when you have guys from Florida that are coming out for, for these trips, I think it's very significant that, uh, you know, they're at least willing to consider you, right? Um, you know, that's probably, unless you're, you know, coming from like Maine, it's, it's harder to find a, you know, a farther trip from, from Eugene than somewhere in Florida and, uh, Oregon already has some momentum in the Tampa area with Dallas Wilson, uh, out of Tampa Catholic in the 2025 class. You also have, um, uh, Ch uh Chavez, Samman Thompson, uh, 2025 Oregon offensive line commit out of Melbourne, Florida. So Oregon has, you know, a, a pretty solid foundation in Florida. I'm not saying it's going to become a new pipeline state for them. I'm not saying Oregon's going to dominate in Florida and knock off schools like Alabama, Florida, Florida state, Miami, but there, there's a good foundation there, you know, with those 2025 guys that we talked about, I think Adrian Clem uh, did some good work in the sunshine state before he took the job with the Patriots. And then Alik Terry, of course, is a Florida native on this Oregon staff. Um, and, you know, he's made his rounds out there. Uh, they're still recruiting. I don't know how heavily, but they're still recruiting Eddie Pierre Lewis, who's a big time offensive lineman in the 24 class out of Tampa. So um, I think Solomon Williams is a guy you got to watch because uh, I, you know, saw some, some chatter and, you know, some stories, some reports that Oregon and Alabama are some of the schools that are standing out the most for him. I don't know where his timeline is at right now, uh, but I can tell you that, uh, you know, he's a guy that, that has Oregon on his radar and, the last time Oregon got a, a defensive lineman from the state of Florida, I think it worked out pretty well. Uh, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm talking about Brandon Dorless, uh, who came over from Deerfield Beach. I believe it was in the 2019 class, and he has become an absolute beast for Oregon. So those are the top three guys you got to watch for now at edge rusher for Oregon in the 2024 recruiting class. Now that Elijah Rushing is going to be playing at Arizona. Um, but there's more to talk about here. Um, there's two more things, you know, I think fortunately for Oregon, it, it's not a sky is falling scenario. Now that they missed out on Elijah rushing, does it sting? Yes. Is it a bad look? Absolutely. But you got to keep in mind, Oregon absolutely attacked the edge rusher spot in the 2023 recruiting class. You got an all American and Mateo Uyunglele, uh, and you know, the early returns from, from, uh, you know, the people around the program in Eugene about Mateo, you know, they're been very, very strong, very, very impressive. Um, he, he played really well in the spring game and it looks like he's probably going to have, you know, a pretty significant role in the 23 season if we're projecting right now. And then you also have Jaden Moore, who you signed, you signed Ashton Porter. Um, you also signed um, Blake purchase from Colorado, a two-time Gatorade player of the year, uh, multiple time state champion. And then another guy that, um, you gotta, you gotta, um, you know, think about, and someone who I'm hearing is making a pretty nice name for himself in Eugene is Tatum Tuyoti. 
Uh, I am hearing that he is doing very, very well uh, so far, and, and he really does kind of seem uh, ahead of schedule as far as a developmental um, you know, arc looks looks right now. Um, so keep an eye on Tatum Tuyoti to be a name that we hear more and more as fall, fall camp gets rolling. Uh, he did enroll early, graduate early, practice with the team for um, – maybe he didn't practice with the team, but he was at Oregon – uh, enrolled during the um, you know, during the bowl game, right? Got to travel with the team from what I was able to see on social media or, you know, was enrolled and got going early. He's an early enrollee, making some noise. So Tatum Tuioti is a guy to watch. Uh, and then you also have Jordan Birch, who comes over from South Carolina. Um, I think if everything works out and goes according to plan, he'll probably be heading to the NFL after the 23 season. Uh, but I think he has an option to come back for another year if he wants to use it. Uh, I'll have to double check that one. But the point I'm trying to make is that even though Oregon missed out on Elijah rushing, you got Mateo, you got a couple other guys that are already on the roster and doing well. Um, so I think that that's going to benefit them because they hit that position so heavily. You kind of put yourself in a position, okay, you can deal with a miss like this. And you can also, another option we have to talk about, you can also go back to the transfer portal. Um, you know, it's not easy to find top tier guys every cycle in the transfer portal like Jordan Birch. You're not going to find six foot six, 275 pound guys that, uh, you know, are willing to go across the country, uh, you know, easily. I'm not saying that was an easy recruitment for Oregon by any means, but the transfer portal is going to be an option. You know, uh, we have seen former top Oregon targets end up at other schools and then transfer. I'm looking at Anthony Lucas, for example, a, a huge defensive lineman out of the state of Arizona uh, that Oregon recruited in 2022. What happened? He committed to Texas A&M, hopped in the portal a year later, uh, and now he is at USC. Um, so we could easily see something like that happen down the road. That's why you got to stay on these guys and keep good relationships. Uh, just because you finished number two, like I'm pretty confident Oregon did with Elijah rushing. Um, you know, you've got to stay involved. You've got to stay involved and, and, you know, keep the, keep up the appearances and, you know, stay involved and, and, um, you know, be receptive if, uh, you know, if they reach out to you or, you know, however it works, whatever the process is. So all in all, to summarize this, it's definitely a big stinger for Oregon with Elijah rushing, uh, choosing Arizona over Oregon. Um, but you know, recruiting is no perfect science and, um, you know, things can change in the blink of an eye, uh, as we saw here with Elijah rushing. Um, so now Oregon's attention turns to Dylan Williams, 2024 Long Beach poly linebacker who is set to announce his commitment on Friday, July 7th. Um, I'm not sure if I'll have another podcast out before then, before his decision, maybe we can just wind that down. Uh, I firmly believe that it's an Oregon versus Michigan state battle for Dylan Williams right now. I still have my prediction on Oregon for Dylan Williams. Uh, I, I feel okay about it. I don't feel super confident as of right now. I'm not going to be changing it. Um, as I record this right now at 9 PM, but, uh, Oregon versus Michigan state for Dylan Williams. He's going to be announcing his decision at 1:30 PM Pacific on the rivals YouTube channel, uh, on Friday. And the last note that I'll add here is that it's really important that Oregon gets Dylan Williams because I think that there could be a direct impact on another recruitment in the 2024 class that Oregon fans are probably following pretty closely. And that's new Los Alamitos linebacker, Kamar Matuti, who is going to be announcing his commitment. I think it's on July 10th or July 11th. Might've been a new date that I saw, but he's going to be announcing his commitment in the near future. Uh, and those guys both played for premium uh, on the seven on seven circuit. Um, I think they, they're called the bash brothers. So they're close and it, it, it does kind of seem right now like they are potentially a package deal. So if Oregon wants to get Kamara Matuti, it would probably help them to land Dylan Williams on Friday. 
Uh, I still think Oregon's going to be the call right now, but I'm telling you that it's it's going to be a battle until the end uh, for Dylan Williams in the 2024 class out of Long Beach Poly. And the Ducks would love to parlay that momentum into Kamar Matuti's upcoming uh, announcement um, for his college decision uh, you know, just a few days later. So Dylan Williams, got to keep an eye out. Kamar Matuti, got to keep an eye out. Um, and then uh, Preston Tamua, I believe uh, the Hawaii offensive lineman, he got crystal balled to Nebraska by Blair Angulo, who had previously placed a prediction in favor of Oregon. And he's supposed to announce on July 16th. So plenty of names to track, plenty of names to follow. Um, I'm going to be heading out of the country uh, on Friday evening. So um, this might be the last podcast that you see for a while. Going to be gone for for two weeks. So my, my vacations never line up well with the recruiting calendar, but I'm going to do my absolute best to you know work as much as I can, but also enjoy myself, try to keep you guys updated. Um, but yeah, that, that'll do it for today's episode. Important to lock in with me. You haven't already on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at M sports. I'm at Oregon football, Max Taurus on YouTube, like the video and leave me a comment and subscribe to the channel. And, uh, until next time, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the ducks dish podcast.